Hey girl, hey, it's your girl Shelby, and today I'm back with another episode of the Dare Bolt Believer podcast. If this is your first time here, I'm Shelby, the writer behind Shelby.com. I am also the owner of Shelby Christian Stationery, and today we are here, and I'm pouring up another boat cup of Christ, so grab your hot cup of coffee or tea and grab your Bible and let's talk. Today's episode is a little different than what we normally do here. <laughs> um, usually I spend a lot of time in the scripture, but today I'm actually going to start off with the example that God gave me because apparently this example that the Holy Spirit was giving me is going to be helpful for somebody. So <laughs> let's uh, talk about it and I really hope that, um, that I can say it the way it was given to me. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about the journey to a closer walk with Christ and I am going to be sharing an example that I hope you can relate to. So the Holy Spirit gave me this idea um, of how driving is a lot like our spiritual journey. And I, I promise you this idea is very simple, but hopefully it resonates with you. <laughs> so I have a pretty far commute. I think I say it all the time, but I drive about an hour to work. And I've been driving there for about six months now. So at this point, I know my route. You know, I have all of my turns memorized. I know exactly where I'm going. And I know what lane I need to be in, you know, for each turn that I have to make. I'm always like prepared in advance and I don't really have to think much during my drive if that makes sense. Like I don't need the GPS. I know exactly where I'm going. So as I'm navigating throughout my um, commute to work, I, I know exactly what to expect turn by turn, what lane to be in, <laughs> what turn is going to happen when, about how far I am from my destination. Like I know exactly what to expect. So because of that, because I've been on this routine, right, of <laughs> of navigating through throughout my commute um, and I know where I'm going, and I say turn by turn because I take the streets the whole way there. So that's, you know, a good distance to drive on the streets and not be on the highway, right? Because, you know, if you're on the highway, you can pretty much just, you just stay straight until it's your exit. Anyways, so, <laughs> so um, because I know exactly where I'm going, I usually don't spend my drive focusing so much on navigating where I'm going. I spend my drive focusing on what is happening around me. So I'm looking to see who's turning here, who's behind me, who's to the right of me, who's to the left of me, trying to make sure that like I'm as alert as possible so that if somebody is doing something crazy on the road, you know, I can try to prevent being in an accident, which is paid off a, a lot of times. Unfortunately, I've seen so many people run lights on my chance to go, like on my turn to go. Um, but nonetheless, so like during my drives now, because it's a routine, I'm really just in the groove of just paying attention to what everybody else is doing and not so much navigating my way to work. Whereas when I first started going there, I needed the GPS, you know, <laughs> like I was, I was turn by turn. I need the GPS and I needed to follow that, that, the direction of the GPS. And so this analogy came to me that like sometimes being religious or walking in your spiritual walk for a long time, you get to the point where you're no longer navigating and you're just focused on your surrounding. You're focused on how things look. And the Holy Spirit was like, don't ever get to the point where you stop navigating on how to have a closer relationship with God. You should always be focused on, right? I know y'all probably didn't think it was going to go here. <laughs> you should always be focused on 
how to improve your relationship with God, how to go deeper into him, how to silence yourself more so you can lean more into the Holy Spirit and get better direction, get more guidance, um, how to meditate on the word more, um, how to study your Bible deeper, how to go deeper in your prayer life, how to um, be an intercessor for those who you love and those you know and who those who you don't know, right? Just always navigating throughout your spiritual journey, throughout your walk with Christ so that you are growing closer, never getting stagnant to the point where you're, and I say religious, but what I'm really saying is like, you have your routine down, you have your um, time with God down, your devotion time with God. And when that time is done, you check the box off, you say you good, and you get up from your prayer closet, you get up from your desk where you do your devotions and you're like, I'm done. I, you know, I did my time, I'm good, I'm good to go about my day never getting to that place always being in a place to where you're seeking him and seeking to grow deeper in him and that you're not just doing it to check it off you're not just doing it out of habit or routine out of or out of what you think other people see and expect you to be doing um i think that's kind of where the watching your surroundings came in because god was like look you know you y'all you know i'm sitting up here <laughs> talking to y'all about faith and he's like look don't get to a place where you think because other people see you as being Christian, being deep in your relationship with me, that you think you good. And we have a good place in your relationship with me because you always need to be looking for more ways to involve me, more ways to go deeper in me, more ways to just lean more into the spirit, um, more ways to intercede for those who you know and don't know. There's always work to be done, I guess is really the point. And to never really get to a place where I feel like I'm good, I got it. And I feel like that I'm good, I, I got it can really be Satan tricking you to where you start to be like, I got this, like, I don't need you, Lord, I, I got it. You can, you can sit down. <laughs> um, and it's little things like that, that, you know, it sounds silly, but it can really, it can really get you off track. Like it quite literally can get you very off track. And so I wanted to give the example of the Pharisees because I think they're kind of the easiest to look at, especially, you know, because of the time with the Pharisees and Jesus. And like, it's just all throughout, you know, the Testament with Jesus about his interaction with the Pharisees. And so I wanted to give a few examples of the Pharisees so we can kind of like really look at it and see how sometimes what we think is like a religious, because the Pharisees weren't wrong for what they were saying to Jesus because what they were saying was the law at the end of the day like they were living according to the law but what they didn't know and didn't understand didn't want to believe is like Jesus has come and he is a living example living embodiment of that law Matthews 12 I'm reading the English Standard Version at that time Jesus went through the grain field on the Sabbath his disciples were hungry and they began to pluck heads of grains and to eat verse 2 but when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, look at your disciples are doing, I'm sorry, look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. Three, he said to them, have you not read what David did when he was hungry and those who were with him? So it's Mark and it's chapter two and it's going to be verse 24 to 28. The Pharisees were saying to him, look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, have you never read what David did when he was in need and was hungry and in those who were with him, how he entered the house of God in the time of Abathar, the highest 
the high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him. And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the son of man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. So this is just like a reminder, I think, for all of us to remember that although there were laws, right? Because if you read Exodus, that's, you know, you know what the commandments are, you know, about the veil and things of that nature. And I have a few Exodus um, Bible studies on the YouTube channel. But if you read Exodus, you know how Moses outlines all of the laws that God gave him when he was on Mount Sinai. So I, we understand there's laws. They're saying that there, were, there are laws and there are rich religious habits and um, practices that had to take place in order for us to basically be righteous. Um, but Jesus being on earth was to basically remove that veil because we, man, were never going to be able to be righteous on our own. Like our flesh just couldn't do it. We needed the salvation that we gained from Jesus Christ coming on earth in the grace of God so that we could be righteous, so that we could, could commune with God because we just, our flesh can't do it on its own. We need the Holy Spirit and we need all the gifts that we gained from Jesus's crucifixion and his time here on earth. And I think it's so important that as you navigate through this spiritual journey that you're on to try to grow closer um, to God and to deepen your relationship with him that you one never forget <laughs> that that relationship should evolve like it shouldn't stay the same you know at the point in which your relationship and your 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 routine with him has been the same year after year after year you should be a little concerned I'm not trying to be funny but <laughs> but you should be a little concerned because he should always be growing you right like at he sh you should be growing and going deeper into your relationship with him so be evolving and changing it should be something you feel like it's more than just taking time to go and write a prayer it's more than just going to your prayer closet um for x amount of times it's more than just writing bible study notes down it's more than just going to church like it's a feeling um <laughs> you know it, it literally it is. It's a feeling that I I can't just describe. I, I honestly, I can't. I'm trying to think of words to describe it, but I can't. It's a feeling that you know he is with you, that you, you feel yourself being guided and led by the Holy Spirit. You begin to see confirmation about things you're praying about, and you begin to feel like you are hearing from him consistently and clearly. Um, and that's not something that happens overnight. Believe me, I'm like on year seven, child, and I'm really just starting to get there. So it's not something that happens overnight. That's okay. Um, but it is something that, like I said, it grows and it changes and you should look for that. You should, you should want that. You should desire that. Um, the, I think the whole, I think the whole reason I got this, this idea, this concept was really just to say to never stop seeking him. I really think that's really what that really was his point. To never stop seeking him, to never stop looking for ways to grow closer to him because we should constantly be chasing after God. Quite literally, you know, it, the word says cling to God. 
Um, it, it is very clear that he wants us to cling to him, to seek him, to pursue him. That is what cling means um, in that specific verse. And I think it's the Psalms verse. I have a bookmark on it and I've talked about it on some of the YouTube videos, the short ones. But it quite literally means to pursue. So he wants us to pursue after him. And when you pursue after something, I don't know about you, honey, but when I'm pursuing after something, I'm relentless, okay? Until I get that thing. So, <laughs> so be relentless in your pursuit of Christ and in your relationship with God and never, I don't know, never settle for, for a routine, for religion, for practices, for rituals. Always be seeking to go deeper, to have that feeling. Um, I, I don't, I can't d describe it, but it's a, it's a feeling, you know, it's a feeling that you feel when you are getting closer and deeper in, in having a, 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 I don't know, a true relationship with him, truly communing with him. And I don't really know how to explain that, but I think if you really, really, really are like, what in the world is this girl talking about? <laughs> um, the book, one of the books by Priscilla Shire, we call Discerning the Voice of God. And one of the things that she talks about that I, I think she really hit the nail on the head on is that we have to meditate on the word of God, not in whatever ways that child they are using that term right now. <laughs> Um, but to really remember and know and focus on the word of God and uh, I'm beating a dead horse but like you can't do it if you don't read your word so <laughs> read your word or you know when you are having certain issues I'm, I'm a big big fan of using the topic Bible so that I can find a verse that's related to that particular issue. And that would be the verse that I would meditate on during that time. You know, like if I'm struggling with anxiety, then I'm searching for some anxiety verses and I'm clinging to those. Okay. <laughs> if I'm struggling to have hope, then I'm, you know, looking for some hope verses and I'm clinging to those. I'm meditating on those. I'm digging into definitions, trying to really understand what it's saying. You know, like that's what I mean about meditating on the word. Like, but really taking that time to meditate on the word, I think is really the first thing I would say is extremely important to your spiritual journey and growing closer with him. So that'd be my first tip. The second tip would just making sure that you have consistent time each day that's carved out to spend with God. And the third thing would be in your prayer time, making sure you actually have time that's set aside just for you to listen to God. That's not about the list of things that you have to pray for. It's not about the prayer requests that you received, but it's simply just time that's quiet time for you to just try to hear from God. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> so those would be my three, three tips that I would say are really important to having a closer relationship with God, one that you actually feel, like physically feel, um, and not just do. Um, like, you know, not just the routine of things you do, but actually feeling that closer relationship, that deeper longing for him. Because honestly, it is a longing that you start to have for him when you see the power and you begin to understand um, just how beautiful and majestic and amazing that he is. You begin to like long for him and desire to truly spend that time and be with him because you see who he is. You see what he's done. Um... And I mean, honestly, not just in the Bible, but in your own life. I know I always do in my own life because, girl, I should not be here. <laughs> like, 
literally I should not be here so many times even before I was actually physically born my mom will tell you like I should not be here um like when you know the things that that's why I say you should write down your testimony to write down the things that God has done for you so that you can always look back on them and reflect on them during those difficult times because when you see what he's brought you through there ain't no way you're gonna be able to deny that he can do it again um so we don't we don't just have bible um examples we also have our own lives as an example of his goodness and then you know you have people online who share their testimonies so so we have examples on his goodness and his grace and we can trust and believe that every word of God is truth because he is not like man that he should lie but I think I've gone on long enough so I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode if today's episode has been a blessing to you if I have said something that has encouraged you please please make sure that you share this episode with a friend you can share either the podcast on Spotify or Apple or you can also share the YouTube version of today's episode I would greatly appreciate it and as always be blessed stay safe until next time bye I was very hesitant about doing this episode. I got this example a really long time ago and it wasn't that long ago. I'm saying a really long time ago, but I got it like at least a month ago. And when it came to me, I was just kind of like, okay, but what can I do with that? Like, (laughs) that sounds horrible. But you ever have like the Holy Spirit give you something and you'd be like, okay, so what am I supposed to do with that? Because I don't really, that's not really my thing. Like, I don't really, you know, get it. To me, I was just like, okay, that's a really good example. And I really appreciate it. And I'll make sure <laughs> I don't get in a routine. But I was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to share this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If you create content, you probably can't understand that. Sometimes you get ideas or you get things that like that holy spirit gives you and you just be like i don't really know how to deliver this um so as always i was praying like holy spirit you gonna have to give me the words because child i do not know um (laughs) um, but i hope today's episode was super helpful and a blessing to you 